the 11th verse, amen, hallelujah, because I want us to go to 10, amen, hallelujah, can we have this, hallelujah, yes, verse 10, yeah, let's go to 11, because verse 10 tells us that we need to be fighting, and curse is the man that don't fight, hallelujah, Curse is the man that don't fight. Oh Hallelujah. But Jeremiah, amen, is releasing the word of the Lord to Moab, right? Hallelujah. Glory to God. And God is speaking to them. And so we are understanding that this season of war, I need you to understand it's not the devil. So if you've been biting the devil, stop. Because it ain't going to work. Because your enemy is not biting you. Oh, we. Hallelujah. So the scripture says Moab has been at ease from his youth. On, he has settled on his dregs. He has not been emptied from vessel to vessel, nor has he gone into captivity. Therefore, somebody say therefore. therefore. His taste remained in him, and his sit has not changed. And so we have been forced into warfare, forced by God, and God, amen, hallelujah, is moving us from the place of ease. My God. Yes. He's moving us from the place of ease. Oh, he said that Moab was settled on his dregs. We explained last week that the dregs are the things that settle to the bottom. When they're making wine, they put wine in clay pots, right? And they put it in vessels and they let it sit there. And as they let it sit there, all of the impurities fall to the bottom. And so they have to take the wine and pour it from vessel to vessel, which stirs it. Which, amen, eliminates those impurities. But God is saying, you ain't been going through nothing, really. So since you've been at ease, right, we've been talking about we want to be anointed. We want God to use us. Hallelujah. But you still smell the same. You still taste the same. You ain't been poured from vessel to vessel. And this is the season that God is sending. Go to the next verse. What does it say? He said, therefore, behold, the days are coming, says the Lord, that I will send him wine workers. Right? And then when you read this in the ESV, it says pourers. And so God sets us up so that there are things that comes to pour us out, comes to move us out of our old state into a new state. Because he knows unless he moves us out of this settled place, we ain't doing it. You've been telling God you're going to get up early in the morning and pray. You ain't got up yet. Come on. Come on here, saints. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So I, this is just the preface so that you can catch up. So that you understand that the pourers have come to break your pots. So that you can't go back to the old state that you were in. Come on. Amen. Because God will give you a new scent and a new flavor.
go through, amen, over the next couple of weeks, amen, different areas of warfare that God is bringing us through, amen, and things that the Lord is allowing us to endure. Somebody say endure. Endure. Listen, honey, you might as well put your big boy underwear on, your big girl panties on, because if you're going to be used by God in this season, you get ready to be poured from vessel to vessel. Yeah. Somebody say vessel to vessel. Hallelujah. That means that as soon as you finish one thing, here comes something else. As soon as you finish that something else, something else come behind that. Because God is trying to change your flavor. Come on. And it ain't going to change if he leave you alone. Keep me out. Jesus' prayers ain't going to help. That's why you have to sing. I am fighting. I am winning. I want you to remember that. Hallelujah, when your background music is too low. And you going through next week. Come on, you saints. So the Lord began to speak to me, amen. So we're going to go through, amen, over the next couple of weeks, amen, these different areas of warfare. Now, I want to preface what I'm saying first, amen. Can we go to Ephesians really quickly, please? Because I want to read a couple of verses of scripture, amen, before we jump off into this. Because when we understand who we are and who we are, we need Ephesians chapter 1. Let's look at verse 5, right? And so some things that the Lord has been dealing with me about is our reality. It's the rain. It's raining. Come on, that's that rain. It's the rain. The prophet said it was going to rain. She said, I don't see it, but I hear it. Now we hear it for real and we see it. Ephesians chapter 1. Amen. Can we get that in the ESV? 
Ephesians, the first chapter. Let's pull that up real quick. I'm going to put it in front of me. Hallelujah. Amen. So here's Paul talking to the Ephesian church, right? Amen. And the fifth verse, what does it say? He predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will. So I need you to understand this, this wording in this scripture. He predestined us before your mama met your daddy, before the sperm met the egg. Come on, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. God, amen, predestined you for the adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ. Now let's read this last part of the verse together. What does it say? According to the purpose of his will. According to what? His will. His will. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. So I'm going to pause there. Let's go to verse 11. Verse 11 says what? Read verse 11 and 12. What does it say? In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will. According to the counsel of his will. Now I need you to understand this, right? Because these are things that the Lord has been speaking to me in these last few weeks. And that is, you're not in control. And you got to understand that everything in your life, absolutely everything, amen, the fact that it's raining outside, the fact that you're sitting in this seat, the fact that you're sitting next to the person that you're sitting next to, come on here, amen, hallelujah, everything that happened this morning, God has predestined these things according to his good will. Amen. At the counsel of his will. Now, how many of us are smart enough to counsel God? But when we go to prayer, we need to be telling God what to do. So here's what the Lord was saying to me. Hallelujah. He said to me that in this life, the one preeminent thing that we must wrap our mind around is that we are here and we have been created for God's good pleasure and will. And the reason why we struggle when we go through warfare is you don't understand the reason why you're here. You don't understand that you have been created for God's good pleasure. You have not been created just so that you can get married, have kids, have a nice house, have a nice car, amen, glory to God, go to college, amen, get your degrees, amen, and all those things are lovely, but it's horrible if those are not the things that God has ordained for you. And we have some people who are dying to be married, but what if that's not the will of God for you? Have you got into God's counsel to find out what is his good pleasure for you? And half of our warfare is because we're doing what we want to do and not what he ordained us for. That is the message. That's the preamble. Come on. Come on here, saints. Hallelujah. We struggle. We fight. I don't know if I want to go to church today. When you understand that you've been created according to God's good pleasure and for his good pleasure, that's Come not an option. Come on. It's not an option. Come on here. I'm going to do what I want to do. I think I want to go to college. But did God say for you to go study that? Come on. What I want to be when I grow up, whatever God called me to be. I don't care if you come from a family of doctors and lawyers and nurses. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God may want you to be a missionary on the mission field. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He has created you for his good pleasure. Therefore, your warfare has been assigned to you. To accomplish his good 
here. Sorry, I didn't see you. Pray the Lord. Thank you. Put the cap on. Amen. Verse 11, read that again. Come on, read that with some power. What does it say? In him we have obtained an inheritance. Now we happy about the inheritance. But what about the rules and regulations of hallelujah that contain in the will? You gotta read the prerequisites. You want you want what God has for you? This is your inheritance, hallelujah. But there are requirements. Come on, read what it says. That's in the 
scripture. Jesus has a, a vision for his bride. Yes, he did. Hallelujah. Amen. There's a certain way his bride got to be dressed. A certain way his bride got to walk. A certain way the bride got to carry herself. A bride ain't out here hoeing. Yeah. Hallelujah. And because you've been bought with a price, yeah. and because, amen, you 
You have been created for his good pleasure. Everything you have is his. Yes. See, but we don't teach that in church because, you know what I'm saying, we are free moral agents. Yes, we are. Yes. But as we yes. see in the scripture, God will be our free moral agents behind <laughs> okay. Yeah, he will. Yeah, he will. Anybody got a whoop and whoop it and be down. Knock down in the jump. Come on. See? Yeah. Come on here. Amen. What does it say? Matthew 23. Can you please, y'all not gonna get y'all. I didn't write it, you don't like it, tear it out. Verse 23. I need 23 and 24. It says, Thus, woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, Pharisees. Hypocrites, I didn't call you that. Jesus said it. Amen. Praise the Lord. For you tied mint and dill and cumin and have neglected the weightier matters of the law. Justice and mercy and what? Faithfulness. Ooh. You mean to tell me you are more faithful to Pharaoh than you are to God? Ooh. You probably didn't give Pharaoh your time, but you don't give God your time. You don't belong to yourself. You belong to God. I'm telling you, this is stuff God is speaking to me. This is stuff he's been saying. He said, because you don't understand that you're not your own, you are in protest when I lean on you. This is the best. 
because of God and it belongs to God. Yes. It belongs, somebody say it belongs to God. Hallelujah. Warfare in your finances speaks to who you worship. Come on here. That's why Jesus said, I don't care about your possessions. I don't care about all this other stuff. If I have your heart, I got the rest of that. But because we are religious, I'm in church today, and what? What does that mean? Did anything change? Are you still doing the same thing that you did last week? See, you're still resting on your dregs. You shouting, but you're still resting on your dregs. All of that impurity is still at the bottom. And God is trying to pour you from that vessel into another vessel. Come on here. And you got to understand it's about worship. You got to get to the place that you trust God. Somebody say trust God. I understand that when you got an electric bill and you got your money, your little bit of money, can I tell you, you can't afford to not give. You can't can't afford it. You know why? Because he said, bring you over the tithe to the storehouse. How do you expect the storehouse to feed you when you ain't put nothing in? Listen, go to the bank and go try to take out money that you never deposited. Jesus. 
our money. Come on, amen. Tactical warfare is about how you move. You got to be calculated. You got to be clever. You need a plan. Come on. You got to say, okay, this is coming up. Listen to me. And here's the thing. We in December. Christmas is right around the corner. Right? Some of y'all ain't tired of but y'all going to be out here buying gifts. So true. Yeah, so true. Yeah, so true. So true. Yeah, 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 so true.
got to be, you got to have a strategy. You got to be tactical. Listen, operational warfare is routine and function. Hallelujah, glory to God. It is using military, political, and economic resources to fight. It is bringing, to, bringing your enemy to the place that he cannot fight. This is what the enemy has been doing to us. Yeah. In our finances. Yeah. It's operational warfare. Meaning you can't pay your operational bills. You can't pay the rent. You can't pay the electric bill. You can't pay. Why? Because now you don't did everything you wanted to do. How you don't got money to pay the electric bill, but you out eating? Okay, that's what I'm saying. You out eating. Come okay. on. Listen to me. When my kids was little, like it's four of them. Two of us. That means it's six of us. We gonna spend $150 easy at the restaurant. Right? And God forbid it's a Sunday because it's $25 per person for the buffet. Or $13. Come on. We will go and feed our flesh. And not give God anything. That's true. Amen. I need you to change your mindset. See, that's why I don't want you to suck all the air out. I want you to do all your, your bumping and all that. Where, where that at? Come on. <laughs> where that at? <laughs> what? With your background music. Yeah, that's it. While you paying your, your times. With your background music. And you're not no tiger. Right. You don't understand why hell is breaking out in your house. You don't understand. Listen to me. I'm telling you, if my husband's here, he would tell you. If one of our kids got sick, we would look at each other. What you did? Somebody broke the hedge. Who did it? Because I know I'm praying. I know I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. What you did? Who let the devil in? Come on, who let him in? See, that's good. And not only who let the devil in, but why is God whooping our behind? Come on, why whooping? Listen to me. My money have a mission. Mm -hmm. 
When my money come in, Lord, what do you want me to do with this? Amen. How do you want me to spend this? Amen. Mindless spending without seeking God, that's sin. Amen. It's sin. Because scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God, his righteousness. As many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the sons of God. So you mean to tell me when I get in my own self and go do what I want to do with my money, I'm walking in my flesh? Yeah. Nobody ever told me that. That's good. Yeah. Really good. Help us. Really good. Can you spiritually afford to do? Not, I'm not talking financially. Spiritually, can you afford to do what, what, what you budget for yourself? Is that in the will of God? Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We come to church and we give God a dollar and we go to the buffet and we spend 25 That's right. for us. Yeah. 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 We would go to the restaurant. I feel like, you know, I need some me time, so, you know, I'm going to go and I, you know, just, you know, I got, I'm for me. Yeah. Right. yeah. Honey, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take care of me. Yeah. So we're going to do so, and I'm not against that. Right? But when you worship you, what do you worship God? That's a problem. When you are led by your impulses and your own desires and drives and not by the will of God, that's a problem. You are saying, but Jesus is not your Lord. He has to be Lord over every area of your life. Your money, your time, your talent. Come on, amen. When you go to work, that's part of your service to the Lord. Scripture gives us instruction on how we should behave with our bosses. Yeah. Yes. Come on. So those of y'all that scroll on Facebook while you're at work, you are cheating at work. You're not on store. Uh-oh. Wow. Come That's on. So good. Wow. Come on. Amen. Amen. Come on. Okay. Get on Facebook because they're not paying you to scroll Facebook. Come on. Amen. And most businesses have a, a social media policy. Are you breaking policy? Oh, and you're not convicted, you're not walking close enough with God. Come on, not convicted. Not convicted. I'm talking about the real Holy Ghost. See, we don't really got the real Holy Ghost. We got the. That's the Holy Ghost we got. But the real Holy Ghost convicts us when we're not being good stewards over everything. Come on here. So good. I love God's words, words so good. Hallelujah. I'm going to read one last scripture we're going to pray. The, I'm going to give you some verses. You're going to read them, right? Malachi chapter 3. Thank you for reading that, Pastor P. Hallelujah, because I had in my notes verses 9 through 12. Scripture talks about stinginess. Stinginess. Stinging. Hallelujah. The manifestation of the battle that you're going through is struggle because you disobey God in your giving. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So I want you to write down Malachi chapter 3 verses 9 through 12. Amen. Zechariah 5 and 4 talks about us stealing. I think that's the verse I wanted. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. Jesus. Can we need that? Zechariah 5 and 4. Can I tell you something? We always quote the scripture that the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and adds no sorrow. And that's wonderful. It's Bible. But can I tell you that the blessing of the Lord is not that you are rich? Come on. Come on. Okay. Come on. Come on. That's not the blessing of the Lord. Come on. Being rich can be a blessing, but the blessing of the Lord is not that you are rich. Did you understand what I'm saying? I heard somebody say they were telling their testimonial about their business. 
And now they're launching something that they're doing, talking about they're going to launch some people in the five-fold ministry, but they don't understand that this woman is a charlatan because she put a video out and said, I always knew I wanted to be rich. Baby, you got the wrong spirit. Because you think that the blessing of the Lord is you being rich. You're rich because of the blessing of the Lord. Yeah, that's good. Help us. Come on. Amen. But you can be rich and not be blessed. Yes. Ask the sinner. Being rich is not the blessing by itself. Many rich people have a lot of money, but they don't understand blessing. Y'all getting this? You tracking with me? I ain't lose nobody. Praise the Lord. Because we got to do better. Overall, listen to me. When we get this, can I tell you something? We're talking about revival. We're talking about God breaking out. We're talk These are the things that are going to spur revival because our whole self belongs to God. Yeah. Everything. Not just my shanda, my shanda. Come on, hallelujah. He has my heart. He has my will, my emotions, my body. Everything about me belongs to God. My money, my car, my house. Everything that I have is his. And without him, I have nothing. Yes. Come on. Yeah. That's why Job was able to say, the Lord give it, and the Lord take it away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Yeah. Come on. We too busy griping against God because we want him to do what we want to do because we don't understand that we've been created for his good pleasure. He ain't on the throne for your good pleasure. That's right, Apostle. That's right. Ouch. That's right. Ain't gonna go. Yes, he is. Come on here. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. So you gotta understand that money, money is not evil. We know that the love of money is the root of all evil, right? But money is supposed to be used for the glory of God. Money is neutral. Somebody say money is neutral. Money is neutral. Right? Money is neutral because the drug dealer don't have money. And he's going to go buy more drugs. Oh. Then that becomes evil. He yeah. used it for evil. Yeah. Godly people have money. We sold it into the kingdom. Right. So we give our money a mission, a godly mission. Right? right? The money by itself is not evil. Right? right? So we, we got to change our mindset. God wants you to be able to have money because money answers all things. Yeah. Isn't that what the scripture say? Yeah. But he can't trust you because you take the answer for yourself. Scripture say money answers all things, but you think it's just the answer for you. Come on. What about the rest of the things in your life that need an answer? Money answers all things, not just your bills. Money answers all things. Come on, not just your car payment. Money answers, amen, the need. Amen. He said, bring you all the time to the store. I'm telling you, this is why we war in our finances. Because we don't understand God's heart. We don't understand God's heart. We don't understand the will of God concerning money. We got a bad relationship with money. Come on, yeah. apostle, the truth. We come out of houses where, amen, when we got paid, mama got paid, somebody got paid, and they gonna splurge it on everything. I grew up in the house for welfare, right? So I was on the opposite spectrum of wealth, okay? So I understand that I knew that when my mother got her food stamps, honey, we was buying everything. We was food stamp rich. <laughs> yes, we was. 
We was buying cakes and, and, and steak and all of that stuff. Stuff that you wouldn't buy with cash. Come on, don't act like y'all don't know. Y'all trying me in here. Let somebody say they're going to buy you something with that said, ooh, 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 ooh. Can I get some lobster? You would not spend $30 on lobster. Get a food stamp card today. Honey, I'm going to get me some lobster and shrimp. Let the government pay. <laughs> we get our income tax. I'm trying to help you. I'm going to sit down. No, they know they can find me. Help me, help me. I'm trying to change your mind. That's why we're not winning. You got to change your tactic. You got to get a better strategy. You got to understand, amen, how to be in the operational warfare that's coming to get you to keep you from walking in prosperity. God's heart is for you to, amen, have what you need and have it in abundance, but he can't trust you with the answer that he gives because you think the answer is just for you. Uncle Sam, 28 
percent of your money in your in your in your basket before the next because the next is what's left over right. after everybody FICA coming to who is FICA? That's it. That was left over. Who that? I still ain't met FICA. Who that? Come on, Come on. You mean you want to tie off your net, but you gave Uncle Sam off your gross? Uncle Sam ain't taxing you off your net. You're looking at the total of what you made. I'm trying to tell you how you can be blessed. I'm telling you. When God blesses you with something, right? You can say, Lord, I've been believing you to meet this need. Right? And God blesses you with something. You can't be selfish and say, this is for me when he's blessed you to meet the need. Yeah, every time I've gone out and preached, and the Lord bless me, we're good offering. Hallelujah. That's where it went. It's no question. Because that was God making the way. You asked him to make the way, and then you spent the way. You spent the way. You spent the way. How many? Come on, raise your hand. But this is confession time. Confession is good for the soul. Come on, let's confess. How many times have we asked God to make a way? He made the way and we sparted. Come on, come on. on. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. And we had the audacity. We didn't even tithe off of it. I ain't telling nobody I got this money. Nobody don't know I got this money. Uh oh. Secret stash. Nobody don't know. That's good, Apostle. That's good. That's good. That's good. Come on. So we are warring for provision. We're finding ourselves in a place of warring for provision. Right? Some of our warfare is self-inflicted. And God is pouring us. He's sending pourers to pour us because we've been unfaithful in what he has placed in our hands. He's not giving us more until we do good with what we have. Oh my. Everything that you have belongs to him. You want him to give you more, but you got to be a good steward over what you got. Right. Now back to that, how do you tithe? You make $150 and you give God $5. That's not 10. Or you make $159. Let's go back to math class. Anything over 5, you round up.
Amen. And even if I have to struggle sometimes, it's okay because I know that my steps are still ordered by God. Yeah. Yeah. And the Lord is still with me. Yeah. Even through the difficulty. Yeah. Right? Because, because before the foundation of the world, he put me where I am. He saw me here in eternity before I got here. Why are we tripping? Why are we tripping? Why are we tripping? I want to read one last verse. Come on, stand to your feet because um, they don't turn the time off on me because I have to tell you. Let the Lord have I need you to understand that your money is given to you to advance the kingdom of God through the life that you live. And you have to understand that in order for you to walk in the grace of God, to be deployed into the will of God, you got to give God everything. Not just a yes, Lord, to your mind, your will, your emotions, but yes in every area. So the, the goal of today is to, number one, repent because we've been doing God however we want to do God. Come on, amen? amen. Right? Amen. Hallelujah. And then number two, for us to ask God to give us his heart. So that we do well with our finances like he's commanded us. Amen. Yeah. How many of y'all want to do better? Hallelujah. I want to do better. Can I just get, can you just read for me please John 11? Yes. John chapter 11. John chapter 11, verse 10. What does it say? But if anyone walks in the night, he stumbles because the light is not in him. God is come to turn the light on for us. He's come to turn the light on for us. Amen. Hallelujah. And I know that sometimes, amen, it takes hard words and for us to come to to, to the reality of where we are. Because what we're doing is we're dressing up and we're looking cute, but we are hot mess in the spirit. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Come play with me. Hallelujah. So we got to get to the place where we allow God to have everything that belongs to him. Somebody say everything. Everything. Some of you, you know, we come in and we say, God's gonna make me a millionaire. I'm gonna be a millionaire. Stop making that declaration. You a hundredaire and you're not faithful over what you have. You a hundredaire. You gotta be faithful over what you got when you got a couple hundred dollars. How he gonna bless you with a million? We ain't gonna ever see you again. <laughs> we'll never see you again if you become a millionaire. Cause you're not faithful with a, a couple of hundred. And I believe that God is raising up benefactors to be able to carry the weight in the kingdom of God, to be able to deploy us into the will of God. Hallelujah. But you need to understand that some of your welfare comes from two sources. Either it's self-inflicted because you've not walked in obedience or because God has allowed the enemy to be turned loose on you because he's trying to change your faith. He's trying to teach you. He's trying to teach you how to handle what he's giving you. Anybody want to be good stewards? I want to be able to do everything that God has called me to do. Right? But I know I can't do it by myself. You can't do it by yourself. We are partnering together. 
to be able to fulfill the will of God. I can't do it without you and you can't do it without me. We are going to do this together. So my prayer today, amen, and I'm going to open the altar because some of you may have a heart, you have an idea, right, that, Lord, I want to be able to do better with my finances and I don't have to put all my business out there or whatever, but I want to do better with my finances and I know I've been warring in my finances. It's been a battle. And sometimes I don't have everything that I would like to have because I spent it foolishly. Come on. I was out, amen, eating when I should have been shaving. Oh. How can you be about a rainy day fund if, if, if your car breaks down? Oh, that's not good. That you have a couple hundred dollars set aside. Yeah. How many of you have investment accounts? How many of you have life insurance? Come on. All of these things is part of your stewardship. Yes. Why? Because the Bible says that a righteous man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Not just your children, your children's children. You got to think more than what you have in front of you. That's it, and think about tomorrow. Think about future. Think about what God has anointed you to do. Why did he put this money in your hand? Many times God wanted to be able to use you to be a blessing to the ministry. But you did something else. That's between you and God. Yeah. Right? And I know sometimes people try to will control because I gave $500. Honey, you keep your $500. Don't keep it for you. But you're not running nothing here. Put your $500. Amen. That's it. That's it. That's it. Yeah. We went through that. Did we go through that? Other than what you know about you, it's totally outside. 
in the realm of your understanding. You know why? Because we're thinking, oh, I'm just going to do this. I'm just going to do that. It's greater than that. And this is why your whole self, everything about you has to belong to God. So come on, let's just lift our hands. Amen. Prophet Andrew, could you come and bring some oil? Amen. This was to anoint everybody. Giving is a ministry. Being able, hallelujah, to sow seed. Listen, the Bible says he can see to the sower. That's the key. You want more see, sow. That's how come I can always say I may not have money for that, but I always got money. You know why? Because I sow every opportunity I get. I went to go see my spiritual mother. I didn't go empty handed. I'm going to sow. You know why? Because what I'm walking in today, she poured into me. And I value this anointing. So I sow back into it. And you got to be willing to get outside yourself and see the power that God has given to you with your seed. With your seed. Praise you on this morning, this afternoon. We thank you, Lord, that you said you give seed to the sower. And Lord, you said that you will bless our bread and our water. Our bread and our water. You will bless the simple things in our life. All because we belong to you. All because we put you first. All because, hallelujah, we yield to you. So now, God, we understand that we are not our own. We ask you to forgive us. Come on, I need you to talk to him right here. Forgive me for being a bad steward. Forgive me for every time that I used seed for something other than what you had ordained it for. Forgive me for not asking you before I went spending. Forgive me, Lord, for thinking that my blessing was for me and not for me to be a blessing. You said, Lord, that you would pour us out a blessing. That we would be the blessing poured out in the lives of other people. Help us, God, to open our eyes and see beyond our bank accounts. To see beyond, hallelujah, God, all that we think we have or what we, we thought we have. I don't have this. I don't know how to pay this. Lord, we thank you, Lord, that our God shall supply all of our needs. According to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. We thank you for this warfare over our vision. Because you're teaching us to walk by faith and not by sight. You're teaching us how to trust you to be the God who provides for us. Come on, I need you to talk to the Lord because you know what you did with your money. Or his money. Lord, I want to be a better steward. To be able, hallelujah, to bless the kingdom of God and be able to allow the kingdom of God to advance because of what you put in my hand. Give me the answer. You said money answers all things. Give me the answer. And Lord, help me, God, to pour out this answer. God, in the lives of those who have need, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for your glory, mighty God. Everything that I have, 
to you now, Lord. I give it to you now, Lord. I give it to you now, Lord. Hallelujah. We break the curse of the enemy. Hallelujah. Ain't that what you Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to your name, God. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, that the curse is broken. We repent, God, for being bad stewards. We repent, Father, for not doing what you called us to do. We repent, God. Hallelujah, mighty God. Hallelujah for thinking that the blessing was for me, for me. When you blessed me, Lord, to be a blessing to the kingdom of God that others might be deployed into their
precious life. We thank you for your grace. We thank you for your mercy. We thank you for your blood that prevails. We declare, God, hallelujah, that, Lord, even though God is your word, declares that, Lord, that he will be like David and he will fulfill the will of God in his generation. In the name of Jesus. Father, we say thank you now. We give you glory and honor. We magnify you all for the anointing that destroys every yoke. We thank you, Lord, that, Lord, that you'll let the spirit of revelation rest on him, God, that he would teach your word under the power of the Holy Ghost. In the name of Jesus. And we say thank you right now, God. In the name of Jesus. Father, we pray now for Apostle Lord. Hallelujah. Everything, Lord, that has not been assigned to her. Everything that has not been assigned to her. Father, we will move it now in the name of Jesus. You let her push it off the table. Some things like in the Lord, there's some things that we sit as a distraction to keep you from fulfilling what he called you to do. Some things have come to just rest and wait on you.
going through this testing of finances right now is because he said because I'm advancing you and because I'm advancing you you're going to have greater overhead you can believe me here when you got ten thousand fifteen thousand twenty thousand dollar overhead it ain't gonna bother Trusting. 
with you. Everything that the enemy has sent to try to make you think that God was finished. God ain't finished. Let me say it again. I need, I need eternity to heal me. God is not finished.
Yes. Yeah. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.